Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wicked Anime is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other wicked awesome geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wicked Anime Podcast. This is episode 108. It's Con Month! It's a very exciting time because Con Month means that Anime Boston is right around the corner, which is our flagship event that Wicked Anime goes to. Still, there are plenty of other cons that are happening around this time. Many people are going to PAX East. And uh, KatsuCon. And KatsuCon is happening right now, actually, as we're recording. This very weekend. Uh, every, every year, Anime Boston happens around this time of year, and we are super psyched to be a part of that. And uh, so the, we labeled the, uh, we always label this as our con month. This is con month for us, because we are busy. So, we're going to talk mm-hmm. a lot about conventions during the month of March, and then that will be leading up to our post-con podcast after we go to Anime Boston. Now, I haven't even... Often introduced- recorded at the event. Right. I haven't even introduced everybody yet. I'm stupid awesome. <laughs> Jonathan, this is the Hard Man with Hard Opinions. Andrew and Evan from the Boston Bachelor Brigade. All hail the holy Excalibur for which I have. You ha- you do? That's that's it's great radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He's totally holding Excalibur right now. He's mm-hmm. he's now the king of England. Is that King Arthur's legend? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. Whatever. <laughs> Christine is in the background nodding yes to me. I know history. Because she's here. Because she's seen the Minions movie. That's not even in it. Yeah, it is. That's how King Bob yes, becomes is. King Bob. King Bob! Oh, I must have fallen asleep. King Bob! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're going to talk about uh, the guests that are have been announced at Anime Boston, and we're going to talk about a our first con-related topic. And don't you have something extra at the end of the podcast that you did with Victoria? Yeah, Victoria stopped mm-hmm. by a little while ago just because she is disappointingly not going to be able to join us for con month therefore we dragged her along for a short segment that you'll be able to hear after the show yay yay fangirl let's get right into it send ring news bell news I don't have any media news this time around, but Do we, we really not have any media news. I mean, there has to be nope. some form of media news somewhere. Did Gerardo send you? Are, are you? Are you? Are, wait, wait. Are you playing? Are you playing? Come on! I sent. I sent you one of the biggest anime media news is out there. What, what is that? Evan? So, oh, just a little something about a second season of New Game. That's right. 
that totally is a thing, and I am super happy about it because New Game is awesome. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. That's happening, guys. Woo! I'll watch it. We're actually getting a second season of it. I, yeah, I know, and it's, it comes to a huge surprise because everybody thought it was canceled. Well, awesome. hey, listen, if Queen's Blade is getting another, is getting another season, oh, God. then New Game deserves one. No, Queen's Blade's actually not getting another season. Queen's Blade is getting yes. a figurine Oh, that's uh, right. Series. Yeah, you're right. It's so, like, the same series. the same way that they did, like, that whole thing with the Bikini Warriors figures, like, that's basically what they're doing with Queen's Blade. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, my mistake. <sighs> <laughs> I know, it was terrible. Uh... <laughs> So I was super disappointed to also find out about the guy next short, uh, the Dragon Dentist, mm. was not going to be premiered in North America. A Crunchyroll has it, but they're premiering it everywhere except for North America, which I'm right. super disappointed about because I was... Totally well, the thing is, we will be able to see it on the NHK World app. Oh. And I actually have that. I have that app on my phone. Same here. Um, I, maybe I need because it. I watch Tokyo Eye on it when I'm at work because my work doesn't have Wi-Fi, so I can't watch it on my computer. So I, every time I'm, I need something to do, I pull up NHK World TV. So after and it streams after from after both parts premiere in a couple months, you'll be able to watch Dra- the Dragon Dentist. Hopefully, yeah. It's, it is going to be on there next month in March. You'll be able to watch both parts, but you'll be able to watch it all at one sitting. It's not going to be part one and part two. It's going to be just both parts. Right. Watching it at once. Yeah. So that'll be good. And that's that's like an hour and a half because each part is like 45 minutes long. Yeah, so it's like a new movie. Right. So. Everybody should totally watch Tokyo Eye. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have some gaming news, though, that we wanted to talk about. We wanted yes. to talk about Senran Kagura. Peachy Beachy Splash. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way that they say it in the title. It's I actually still Pizza haven't watched the Beachy Splash. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's perverted. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah, they. I, I mean, mean, not that I should be surprised. The but... game itself is very much everything that we've always gotten out of out of Senran Kagura. Okay. Yep. But you know how they have that special feature where it's like that girl viewer. Oh yeah, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Well, now you can shoot water at them. Yeah, that's so amazing. <laughs> I just love how relentlessly unforgiving the perversion in that game is. Like, that, yeah. it's just, and it's so self-aware that you just, you're just like, I understand you know what you are. Yeah. <laughs> and you're well, that's so why we applaud it so much. It's like, you're unrelentless, you're perverted, but you know exactly that you are, so we forgive you. <laughs> and you're a damn fun game, so, you know. You what? are, fu- you are. And I was showing it to a couple of my friends. It's like, this is the M-rated Splatoon that we want. Yep. Yeah, that is exactly what you uh, pegged it as when you when it was first announced. And that is exactly what it turned out to be. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, you're not painting the walls or anything like that. There's No, but it plays the same exact way. There's really fast-paced gun action, which is all water guns. Uh, which is a genius idea. And everybody wears white bathing suits. <laughs> Well, not, not well. They wear bathing suits. Not all of them are white. Well, the previous... they're all revealing, but they're not all white. Well, and I'm sure there's going to be some sort of customization feature to it, the same way that there was in there is in festival festival versus, which is still mm-hmm. a wicked fun game, guys. It is. Yeah. Um... Which, by the way, but some some news regarding that as well. 
It is yes. getting a PC version next month. And the Ikitosi characters are joining the lineup officially in America. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that's that's pretty cool. What, for like 20 bucks each? Four. Yeah, is it probably. Worth, like, four is it for all three. Just for yeah, you know what? Probably. You know what? I, like, I've, I've actually sent... Esselbo Versus is the first time I actually paid for, like, character DLC. And they're a lot of fun. Like, I love playing as um, Ayane, the... Um, the one who works in the shop. Yeah, uh, that's that's actually the character that you uh, took to as your main, pretty much. Just about. I would say Shiki, the one that that dresses up like as a witch, is the one I do mostly because right. I I do a great job with her combos. But but the uh, but Ayane is the one that I use mostly when it comes to online play. I do have one piece of strange news, and mm. it is probably it tops any. It's really weird because all the strange news that we've been getting so far has always been about a light novel, and especially it's been about a light novel about somebody being transported into a fantasy world. Okay. So there's a new one now, and it is the most absurd one that we have ever seen, I guarantee you. So okay. the light novel is about a high schooler being transported into a fantasy world. The student dies in an accident, but is reincarnated as a hot spring in a woman's bath. <laughs> what? As like as the hot spring. So it, yeah, he is a conscious like hot spring. So stupid. <laughs> so the entire book takes place in one central location, which is because a hot spring doesn't move. Yeah. It can't. So the book is essentially a teen erotic novel if you think about it, because all the book is is about women, like, fantasy women characters jumping into a hot bath that is the incarnation of a high school boy. Uh, so, so wait, wait, dumb. wait. So so does he talk like? That's it. I don't think that he talks at all. I think it's just the narration. Yeah, that's it's like just his, his, his his inner monologue of what's happening. It's like, oh, oh, there's an elf over there. Yeah, there's an elf. Yeah, exactly. Right, and the the cover of it actually is an elf like <laughs> going into the bath. Uh, it's another absurdity of it is probably the longest title that we've ever had for a light novel ever. Oh, but which, by the way, do you know why they have long titles for light novels? It's yeah. so that they can summarize the entire book. Okay, in, like in so that, you know you know exactly yeah. what you're reading. Yeah, and and that's the reason why all all these light novels are, have such absurdly long names. However, this one takes the cake. It is called "I Was Reincarnated as a Hot Spring in an Alternative World, and I'm Way Too Effective. It's Not Like It Feels Good Because I'm Inside You or Anything." <laughs> that is the title <laughs> of the book. Wait, wait, there's something in parentheses. You are still going to totally buy this book, even though how smutty it is. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> One last note of the book. The hot spring water, when a girl enters it, turns milky white. <laughs> Moving on. That is as strange as it gets. Uh, <laughs> man, no! Stop it! <laughs> that is as strange as it gets. Oh my gosh. Moving right along... Hey, um, Moving right I, along. <laughs> I have a statistics for us. Do you? So let's statistics. Yeah, it's a top five list that I wanted to share. One that we've never really dove into before. But it was a survey of online females who would pick their ultimate anime romance. 
So females picking their top five waifus. Does anybody want to guess who made the list? Uh, husbands or waifus? Waifus. Women picking Wife? waifus. Okay. You see, this is where having, having one of my lesbian friends around would be so much better because she she would actually know automatically yeah. which ones to choose. Um, um, well, is Rem on the list? No, Rem's not on the list. What? Then this list is already wrong. Hold on. Is there anybody from Konosuba on the list? No, there isn't. Uh, the Some of the answers really are, are much more obvious than you'd think, but then there are some answers that aren't so obvious. But, is there someone from Sailor Moon on the list? Yes, there is. Is it Sailor Moon herself? No. It's Whoa. Uh, it's uh, Uranus. Uranus made the list, but Neptune did not. No, make the list. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Read the list. Actually. Yeah. So so actually, uh, Haruka Tenno, Sailor Uranus, made number two on the list. Okay. Which means that there is somebody higher on on the list, but. Starting at number five, Fujiko Mine from Lupin the Third. Okay. Ooh, so, that's a good one. Yeah. And number four. Played by Michelle Ruff. No, yeah, right? Number four shocked me. Um, I had no idea that that so many women would pick this if like they wanted to be in a lesbian relationship with an with anime character. Number four on the list was uh, Mitsuki Kanzaki from Recently My Little Sister is Unusual. Ha! Oh, we were. I was talking about the live action version of that a couple yeah. weeks ago. I uh, I actually didn't even think that anybody watched that show. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't. I wouldn't even. I, I didn't even know that it was popular enough to make a make any list. Make a top five yeah. list at all. Um, number. Well, three, now we know who watches it. Yeah, right. <laughs> the women demographic apparently. No, number three on the list is um, I Hibara from Detective Conan. Case oh. closed. Okay. Okay. Um, number two was Haruka Tenno from Sailor Moon. And number one, you'll never guess. I would have never guessed who number one would have been. Especially because there are hints of lesbian relationships in the show. But they, but it's from Love Live. It is from Love Live. <laughs> but they did not pick any of the characters who were like hinted to be maybe in a lesbian relationship with one another. Is it Ari? Is it Nico? It, 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 it's Ellie. Oh, yeah. Ellie ISA made really? number made number one on the list. I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it totally makes sense to me. It, it really it does. Yeah. It it doesn't to me because, I, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they like foreign girls because remember she's half Russian. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I let's see. Quote: I love her sundere personality and also her breasts are beautiful. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> from wow! The, from the from the lips of women, yeah. <laughs> and they call okay. us perverts. <laughs> <laughs> that is our top five list. That is our statistic. Pull out something f- that hasn't been pulled out in quite a while from our repertoire of wicked anime mm-hmm. sections, and that's the toy shelf. Oh, Ooh. yes. Um, so me and Gerardo, Wicked Fan Gerardo, have been having a back and forth discussion almost of what toy shelf ideas that we could have. And uh, one of the things that he sent me was these new Weta Workshop Ghost in the Shell figurines, like from the movie Ghost in the Shell. So, like, they, they look like Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson, Johansson and those, like, marionettes that you see in the trailer. Like, the marionettes that are servants and their faces open up and they hijack the people. Yeah. Um, so, there's one 
figure that's a highly, highly, highly detailed Scarlett Johansson uh, disrobed. Uh, so it's like the the skeleton, the exoskeleton, mm-hmm. um, <coughs> holding one of the heads of the geishas of the robot mannequin geishas. Hey, do you think that they're go- there's gonna be? Do you think that they've edited out the nipples for that for that suit? In, I don't think because in the original animation there was like the yeah in the movie it was anatomically correct technically right um, but I don't know if they're gonna do that for this one I don't think they are you know it, it looks like they're aiming for PG thirteen no it well it's rated R is it rated R right it's no it hasn't rated been R? rated yet what I wouldn't be surprised if they do find manage to make it an R rated film maybe I, they're like taking out the um, Maybe they're covering those parts out in the trailer, but maybe in like the full version of the movie. Yeah, I don't know, cause um, cause it's it looks like it's so prominent in the in the movie that they really couldn't get away with making a trailer without it in it, I guess. But um, it looks like a lot of people are getting shot in the trailer, and they're just having like these little white puffs of explosion coming off of them, and I wonder if that's in the movie cut. It's actually going to be blood. Yeah, um, but, but do you know what that means, though? That means that it's going to be digital blood. Yeah, but the, th- the thing is, is uh, you know, the original cut of Ghost in the Shell, the animated cut, is rated R. And I wouldn't put it past Hollywood to have them make this version be PG-13. One, because it's Scarlett Johansson and she's Widowmaker. I'm, I'm sorry, she's Black Widow. So she has a demographic that's following her because she's an Avenger. So that that's what, one of the things that they're going to be selling. Uh, two, they're want, they don't want it to be rated R because they want more people to see this so they can make more anime adaption movies. Mm-hmm. That's probably what they're getting at. Here's, here's what we have from IMDb. Mm-hmm. Expected MPAA rating if it's R. Intense sequences of sci-fi violence strong... Uh, sci-fi action, strong violence, strong language, disturbing and frightening images, and for brief nudity and alcohol use. For a PG-13 MPAA rating, it's sequences of intense sci-fi action violence, language, disturbing and frightening images, and suggestive content and mild alcohol use. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. And this this movie probably wouldn't... I wouldn't put it past this movie to have a DVD R-rated cut to yeah. it. Like an extended version. I hate it when they do that. I though. really hate it when they do they, that. When you film... It, it's a disaster when you film for R-rated and then you cut it to PG-13. It doesn't work. I mean, no. <laughs> it's not like the movie was great at, uh, at all anyways, but do you remember the recent release of The Bye Bye Man? <laughs> that, that train wreck atrocity of a horror film that came out? Well, it was originally filmed to be R-rated, but they cut it to PG-13, so there were points... Like, the opening scene, some dude goes on a shotgun killing spree in, in his whole neighborhood, and he shoots a guy in the chest at point-blank range, and there's no blood. Huh. At all. Like, how do you get away with that? It's just not realistic, for one thing. And then... But the other thing is, too, that there were other parts where there was censorship in it, where this woman kills her whole family, and... They do that 19 early 2000s TV era where they use a uh, 4x3 movie that they turn into 16x9 and it does that pan, mm-hmm. like that digital pan across the screen. They use that in the PG-13 cut of the film to censor it. Bad. Real bad. Wow. Um, so, uh... 
And that's what we get if we if we do R-rated cuts of PG-13. Well, I think there's, their safe bet for Ghost in the Shell would be make it rated R, the original content is rated R, but they'll probably make it PG-13. I'm expecting a PG-13 rating. I really so hope more, So that more people can see it. Uh, well, because yeah. I would love to see the blood. But here's when, the when, thing. When, when Scarlett Johansson shoots tons of people. Right, but here's the thing. The original property is, is R-rated. Therefore, mm-hmm. why would you want to make a PG-13 thing out of something that was R-rated it's before? Just, it's just anything... To make the because Hollywood, bigger. yeah, it's it's anything to make the demographic bigger and for more people to go see it. The same way, yeah, that, but it didn't. You know, you know what? It didn't stop people from going to see Deadpool, and that opened at what 130 million that opening weekend. They should learn from that. Yeah, but the thing is, yeah, Deadpool but this, is, had, this isn't Deadpool. <coughs> Deadpool had such a unique campaign behind it that it was bound for success no matter what. One, it was a Marvel movie. Two. It was an R-rated Marvel movie that people wanted to see. Three, the marketing was so unique and clever that everybody was just going to be like, this is going to be absurd. I have to see it. Ghost in the yeah. Shell can't do that. Yeah. Either Anyway, I want to bring right. this back to Toy Shelf. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. We're in Toy Shelf. Um, yeah, that's right. So there's the Scarlett Johansson figure that has holding the mannequin head. And then there's also a mannequin figure that you can swap out the face Holding with. a Scarlett Johansson head. Yeah. Um... You can swap out the face on the mannequin figure that it has an open face and then there's one that has a closed face. Uh, so that'll be cool. And then I told Gerardo that I have a contribution as well mm-hmm. for Toy Shelf and that's the Tracer Nendroid that's coming out. Yep. I'm uh, waiting for Mercy. Yeah. You, know, you can hold on, hold on for Mercy, so. Um, <laughs> is and that a song? I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Evan, but is Evan, that a song? That sounds like a song. <laughs> Evan, you, you've already... Uh, you've already Bought or pre-ordered your tracer, right? Yes, I've already pre-ordered tracer. <laughs> I I kind of wanted to because I can one I can get her cheaper, and I kind of just want everything tracer. I have a shirt and a pop figure as of right now, and it's not enough. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, the Nendroid is cool. I really really like that her hair on the Nendroid is jointed, so you yep. can take the bang and like move it down in front of her face and give her the little blowing up expression. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I I thought it was really cute. So that I saw that and I was just like, maybe like, (laughs) like, uh, it it had me. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see if I go ahead and pre-order. It seems like because blizzard is selling it, it's going to be more mass produced Mm -hmm. than a normal Nendroid where if you don't buy an Nendroid right away, it gets sold. It'll go away. Uh, yeah. but I, th- so I think we'll have a chance to get more Tracer Nendroids, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And yeah. finally, I guess it's not out yet, but it's one of those things that's probably going to be announced at Winterfest. You know how they, they always have those figurine conventions in Japan and stuff like yep. that. Uh, there's a little Witch Academia Nendroid coming out. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so there she is. Cute. Yeah. And, uh. It's it's not out yet and it's not in it's be it's in production, but it is coming and it's gonna be cool. I actually also saw another Winterfest thing that I was super excited about. They're they are reproducing um, Fully Cooly Figmas. There's oh, yeah? going to be a Lord Conti Figma and there's gonna be a Haruko Figma. No way! Yeah. That is wicked cool. I am super excited. <laughs> and I've always I, I never got my uh, my other Lord Conti Figma. No, you didn't. Because that one was... Very rare. Very rare. And I think you can only get it for, like, a pretty penny now, if, if anybody's selling it at all. 
<laughs> so that was Store Shelf. Great. That was our resort. Thank you, Gerardo. Yeah. For Thank sending you. us that stuff so that we could take that out of the the long-awaited, hey, you haven't done this in a while, guys. Yeah. Especially because Winterfest is around. It would be pretty cool to actually talk about I would more, love to go to Winterfest. Oh, I would love to go to Winterfest. I'd, I'd want to buy everything, though. It would be awful. Mm. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, well, actually, that's our, that's our topic for today, which is... Our topic for today is what not to buy at conventions. Yeah, so... But we're not going to talk about that yet. Oh, we're not? I want to talk about who is showing up to Anime Boston. Oh, yeah, so we far. should talk about the verse. So now we're going to get into the con month stuff. Yeah. Uh, the actual Anime Boston convention going whatever. It doesn't have to be Anime, <laughs> Bo- Anime Boston. It can be conventions in general. But the reason why we're doing this is because Anime Boston is around the corner, so it might be Anime Boston related. Uh, first, we, we do want to talk about the guests that we have our options to go see. Uh, which we have a pretty exciting selection this year, I think. Yeah. It's some really cool stuff. S- mm. Stuff. People. Really cool people. <laughs> I. All right, so I'm super excited about the fact that they have announced Michelle Ruff. And, yes. But when they when yeah. they announced it, it was, like, the way that Anime Boston does it is that, like, the, t- a day or two before, they show a picture of an anime character, and then there was one that was Ichigo and Rukia standing next to each other. Yeah, so we people were, were like, like, we don't know, is it gonna be Michelle Ruff, or is it gonna be Johnny Umbosh? Both. And then, well, and then, well, and then they showed a picture of Luna from Sailor Moon, so we were oh, like, yeah. oh, it's, oh Michelle it's Michelle Ruff. Ruff. Yeah. And then it turned but, out that it was actually both of them. Yeah. Johnny well, it was Umbosh both Luna and, and Artemis. But I, but uh, well, but with the the Rukia hint beforehand, mm-hmm. I, 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 my guess was Michelle Ruff, and so and then they showed uh, Luna and and I was just like, oh, it's Michelle Ruff. Yeah. Uh, so I'm super excited because Michelle Ruff, I love her voice. Like I she's do too. Played a whole I, bunch yeah, of my most favorite I characters. I love Michelle Ruff's voice. Uh, she is great, and she plays a lot of really good characters. Uh, is she's perfect for when you want a a perfect tomboy? Yeah, because it's yeah. it's she has like a kind of a deep voice, but it's still very feminine, and I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's so. Oh, she played Fuji Komine, so obviously yes, the ladies, I mentioned it earlier. The ladies love it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my favorite part, not my favorite part, but she did play. Yuk, uh, Yoko from Gurren Lagann, and that was always really yes. fun. Yep. She made, she helped make the English dub really, really great, along with Kyle Bear. Yep, I agree. Absolutely, they they did very well together. Uh, but I oh, what am I talking about? She plays Rukia, and I I have a really 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 soft spot for Bleach. Yeah, as much as people don't like it, and we've we've well, talked it's a big three. Yeah, and we've talked about this before how how much we actually like Bleach. Uh, and Michelle Ruff playing Rukia is. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, she she did a really good job at that role too because Rukia is especially in her earlier parts in the series where she was really humorous. Yeah. And it, well, the mm-hmm. thing is too is Bleach was really one of the animes that started us on and so she was one of the first anime voice actresses that really was prevalent. I mean, we everybody knows Johnny on Bosch, so like we heard Johnny on Bosch's voice and we're like, "Oh, well, we know that's Johnny on Bosch." Yeah. Right. Uh, but then Michelle Ruff showed up. And we have a lot of newbies this year, too. Yeah, which, yeah. you know, Sentai Filmworks likes to hire everybody uh, who to give them a shot. Yep. And we're kind of getting a lot of those folks popping up, which is really neat. One thing that's super exciting is we're getting the English voice actor of Bell from... Oh, from Don Machi. From Don Machi. Yeah. Don Machi, yes. No. What's his name? Bryson Bogus. Yeah, I'm going to pull up the list right here. So that's super cool because that makes me... Like, have has there been a premiere of the English voice cast? Um, on the, the um 
you know, we've, we've had trailers and clips, and he actually sounds really good in the role. Does he? Yeah. I actually haven't checked it out yet. He fits with his, like, you know, can-do sort of attitude, I want to be, like, I want to get stronger sort of thing. He fits very well with the character. Does he fit well alongside Lucy Christian, who's playing... Oh, yeah. Bestie? Yeah. Yeah, who we oh, haven't yeah. heard it's forever. a great pairing. Yeah, Lucy Christian really came out of the woodworks. This is just Don Machi. Lucy Christian's not going to be at Anime Boston, unfortunately. Not yet. They, maybe they'll announce another one, but we don't Oh, know. that'd be sweet. Uh, the fact that she's Hestia is awesome. And yeah. then we're going to see the whole show in its completeness. And- Except for its OVA. <laughs> Can we talk for a second about the badass Japanese guests that they got for us this year? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. so they... Actually gave us uh, Toro Furuya first, who uh, is Yamcha in Dragon Ball Z, which I I can't imagine the harassment that he's going to get when he comes to. <laughs> well, he also plays Tuxedo Mask. Oh, okay, yeah, yes. that's true. Uh, which is really really cool. But the fact that he plays Yamcha is beautiful. Like, yeah. <laughs> but then they also gave us the director of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh-huh. The, the and new... Yamada's first time. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Uh, this was interesting because the preview that they gave the anime Boston gave us was they gave us a picture of Jotaro Kujo yeah so everybody was freaking everybody was like it's either Matt Mercer or Daisuke Ono and both of those are amazing yeah Yeah. which we went into a panic mode because we thought Matt Mercer was going to become an anime Boston and Victoria was going to just like you know but yeah I think uh, I would have had a heart attack if it was Daisuke Ono though because he's like my favorite Yeah. Male Japanese voice no, actor. I'm, I'm with you. Uh, Daisuke Ono is my favorite Japanese voice actor. He, I mean, he, I he mean, he's Jotaro. He's yeah. Sebastian. He's Kokori-san. He's Honda. He plays a lot of my favorite roles. Did yeah. you see the um, live dubbing of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? I posted that. Did it you? was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was so much fun to watch. You know, you have the two there and they're doing their fight and... Just a glimpse. It's really funny how non-expressive they are when they're reading their scripts because they're doing, like, the whole, like, they get hit in the anime and they go, Ugh! but they're just standing there reading the piece of paper, <laughs> yeah. you know? Uh, he is also the director of Bento. Oh, yeah! yeah. That Which, was a great anime. Yeah, I... Very well-directed. Yeah, I love... Last one yeah. that I want to talk about, probably the one that everybody's waiting for, was one of the coolest music guests that they've had in... Well, they've had a lot of cool music guests over the years, but Puffy Yamayumi is going to mm. be oh there this God. year, which is like super awesome. It is really cool. It's, it brings me back to my nostalgic days of watching Teen Titans. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, they were actually one of the first Japanese bands I, I saw live on stage. I saw them back in the summer of 2005. I still have the, I still have the tour t-shirt from it. Hmm. Uh, this might be one of the first concerts that I want to try to go to because typically I don't go to the musical guests I'm, I don't gel with uh, anime music as well as other people do mm-hmm. so I don't actively like seek my... it out I highly regret not going to see the pillows all those years ago I saw them yeah uh, we probably should have switched places you should have gone to see the pillows I should have gone to meet well nowadays we yeah. would have known that yeah but back then we were ignorant otaku that were Brand new out of the shell. Yeah. Well, especially because it was it was Brad Swale, and Brad everybody Swale. was just like, "Oh my gosh, Light Army!" And I'd be like, "Oh, Rock from Black Lagoon." Yeah. You know, so <laughs> it's too late. 
<laughs> he's not popular anymore. You can't anymore. go back in time. Yeah, he's not popular anymore, so I don't know. I don't know. Brina Palencia is going to be there, but we've already interviewed Brina Palencia. Yep. You see, I didn't interview her again. I, I'm thinking about interviewing her again. Yeah. That was our Tama interview, right? Yes. I had her sign Tama Ma's head. Yeah. And right. she thought it was so cute. Um, but going down, who else has been introduced? Uh, Bryson Bogus, Greg Ayers, Kyle Colby-Jones, Lex Lang, Lisa Ortiz, and, and Sandy, Sandy Fox. Fox. Oh, the other musical and, guest, too, is uh, Akamoto's. And this is very funny because Okamoto's, um, seven years ago, they were on the Japan Night Tour, and, um, and they were playing in the very small club of T.T. the Bears in Cambridge, Massachusetts. So for, for them to go from this tiny little stage in Cambridge to the massive one that we're going to see at the Heinz Convention Center, it's kind of mind-blowing. And they have, uh, they, they technically have been dubbed an avant-garde band, and I'm all about the avant-garde. Huh. All my Mr. Bungles and Tumberings and dog fashion <laughs> discos. So those are the guests. Now we can move on to our topic. Yes, which yes. we started talking about a little bit because... We lovingly dubbed it what you do not want to buy at a convention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which which this is going to be really interesting because we all have very varying opinions about it. Yep. Uh, and we even... Because obviously you walk into a convention and you walk into the dealer's room and you see stuff you want to buy and items have different values to different people. Yep. So this is just our opinion about like, I would never go oh, into a convention yeah, center. Yeah, because where Andrew and I already know that we're going to be at odds with one another for what not to buy. And I've also bought things on my what not to buy list before. So <laughs> because there are exceptions to the rule. Yeah, there one, there are exceptions. Two, this is strictly opinion, so if we say we're not going to buy something, it literally means that we as a person are just not going to buy it. Right. For instance, I love buying Japanese candy while I'm there, but it is a colossal waste of money yeah. because they <laughs> because they are, one, super expensive because they're, they're highly imported. <laughs> Two, you eat it and it never comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but it does I come back, just not in an edible form. <laughs> I buy it all the time. Yeah. Me, for me, one of my biggest opinions about going to a convention is never buy anything that you can buy at a Newberry Comics. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we actually do have Christine sitting behind us, and her favorite thing to buy at a convention is pop figures, but you can go anywhere and buy pop figures. But on the flip side, in defense of Christine... I already said this is just my opinion. It doesn't. They're much cheaper at the cons. They're they... five dollars cheaper. Yeah, they are. What? They're five dollars cheaper, and you can get buy one get one free. Well, yeah, most of the time. Um, and me being the financial whiz that I'm not, I still think that I'm getting a good deal, even though they're a bunch of plastic that probably cost less than a dollar to make. It's true. On top of that, that was just a starting example. Whatever. <laughs> um. Is manga volumes? Mm -hmm. You can buy manga anywhere now. It's, but again, no, no, shut up. I'm, I'm trying to explain right. this. Uh, you can go into a Barnes and Noble and find all the manga you could ever want. Why would you go to a convention to buy something that you can buy at a brick and mortar store? Okay, because sometimes on the Sundays of a convention, it's buy one get one free. Yeah, granted, Newberry Comics is buy one get one free manga at least once a month. Yeah, yeah, uh, but they don't have interviews with Monster Girls or Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. But Amazon does, and Amazon True. always sells things cheap. 
if you have Prime, then you get free two-day shipping, and you can just find it at the convention, be like, hmm, I wonder if Amazon has this cheaper, and it will be at your house by the time you get home from the convention. Okay, I'm going to fire at you now. Okay. PVCs. Figurines. And figures. <laughs> yeah, it... But I ha- I've been buying them less now as well. Yeah. Only because I'm happy... Because they take up a lot of space and they just sit there. Exactly. You and need to buy an entirely separate suitcase in yeah. order to... Or bring. You need and to bring an entire separate suitcase. So I'm very selective when I... Like, I, I'll never, like, see a figurine and buy it immediately. Because sometimes I see a figurine and it's sitting in a box. And I said... And I just say to myself, all right, I've seen it. And that's good enough for me. Mm. Like, I don't need to own it and hold it in my hand. I can just see it in the box. That's cool. I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. But if I find something unique like Monster Hunter or something that I know is rare and out of print, then I'll probably buy it. Like, I found a bunch of Gargantia ones, and I love Gargantia. It's, it's, I think it's a hidden gem of a couple years ago. Uh, you know, they they have had a bunch of Amy figurines from that, but they're completely out of print and really expensive if they are in print. <laughs> So, you know, yeah. I found one for a decent price that I was willing to pay for it, and she was my favorite character on the show, so what the heck? Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy Did it. You, um, you, you saw the one I sent you, right? The one where she's in her, like, dance outfit? Yeah, I did. And maybe it'll be at Anime Boston. But we don't <laughs> <Maybe>. know. Um, <laughs> you know, and I always like to buy Monster Hunter stuff, because I, I found one Monster Hunter figure that I saw one year, and then I never saw it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still haven't seen it. I, I can't even find it on the internet anywhere. Um, it was a, a hunter in a gabool armor with like a giant bow and arrow. And the giant bow and arrow and the hunter were two separate figures. What? Yeah. So like the arrow, like you could, Jeez. so like you could buy the weapon as a figure itself, or you could buy the hunter in like this pose of like, I'm about to shoot a bow and arrow. And otherwise he's just dabbing and that's, and that, oh, she's just dabbing and that's not acceptable. Yeah. Uh, so, so there are really unique finds like that, but PVC is tricky because you have to know it's a unique find. Yep. Uh, you can't just, you know, and, and PVCs are really good to buy as gifts as well. You know, sometimes you find like, oh, this is a cool Dragon Ball Z figure and I'll buy it for my friend. Yeah. In the same respect, I want to talk about something that I think that it's okay to buy. This is something that I think is okay to buy. However, there's a strategy to buying it. I just want to go over this one real quick. And I know, Evan, you've been kind of shut out of this conversation already. So I'm going (laughs) to let you go next. Yeah, you're next. Um, Those uh, painted cells. Ah, They're awesome. Painted cells are great. And looking through them (laughs) is incredible. Mm -hmm. However... If you want something that you want to resell one day that at a super really valuable price, you have to look for ones that are that not necessarily are special to you, because if if they're not popular, then you're not going to be able to revalue them. Well, unless you, see, you plan on keeping it. Well, and you see the thing is too is a cell of Jodoro yep. from Jodoro's Bizarre Adventure just standing there. Yep. is much less expensive than a scene of Jotaro punching. Right. Like, if yeah. Jotaro is punching, it's probably, like, $100 more. That's because he punches less than he stands there. Yeah, and, right. uh, well, because anime is a lot of talking heads. Yep. And the the cell, the people who sell cells at Anime Boston, the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure ones are gone in a second. Yep. And I, I've looked, I've even looked for Ranma One Half ones. Like, I, I would love to have a cell from Ranma One Half. Mm-hmm. But that would be expensive. It might be, yeah. Very expensive. But but I'm one of those people, like, I, I, you know, I'm an animator, and I love animation, and I love art, and I love drawing. So I would frame it, and I would keep it. Right. 
you know, I, w- I wouldn't plan on reselling it. So it, it's all dependent on what is it worth to you. Yeah, that's that's my point too. If you're mm. looking for one that you want to resell, then you want to find you you don't want to find one that's just like good personally to you. Mm-hmm. You have to find one that you think is going to make a good market. You know, and, and that includes the pose, the character that's in it, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I like those. I, I I don't get me wrong. I like those, but just you just got to be careful with what you're buying with those. They're things. they're like you said. They're definitely cool to look through. At least at least they browse through cells mm-hmm. and and see what they have. Yeah. But by the time you get to the cells, usually the JoJo's and Star Adventure ones are gone. Yeah. <laughs> Evan, what are you not buying at a convention? Um, that's a good question. Um, I would probably say like specifically like posters that look like they could be literal billboards that you see when you're driving down the highway. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the ones that are really lo- huge, they look like they take up an entire room, much less a part of the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's definitely true. Typically, when those are hanging up, though, they're meant to be bed sheets. Yeah, things that size are bed sheets, usually. Really? Some of them are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, the ones that are anime. Oh, which is a very overarching thing that we've kind of danced around this whole time. What's everybody's thoughts on Dakimakuras? Oh, yeah, like hug pillow covers. No, okay, that's what I wouldn't buy. I well, wouldn't, I know some people, that's their thing, but for me, I, I've even told my friends from Japan, when they go to, like, Akihabara to buy stuff, I tell them, please don't get me a Dakimakura. See, whenever I'm around the manga gamer table, uh, apparently the manga t- gamer table, only at conventions, when whenever they're there, they sell... Dakimakura covers, and they always try to convince me to buy one, and they're always really close. But I was like, I cannot put this anywhere. Yeah. You what, know? what do you expect me to do with this? Yeah. And, yes. And, and of course, their answer is, I don't know what everybody does with Dakimakuras. You know. And, uh, <laughs> and we love a shout out to Monk Gamer. Woo! You guys are in Anime Boston again, I think. Which probably would probably like transition to another thing that I would never buy. Probably no one else should ever buy, which is secondhand hentai. <laughs> what does that mean? Ew! I don't think, uh... I don't, I don't know if that's a thing. Or, I, I mean... I mean, like, use DVDs or Blu-ray of hentai, because it's like... Are they, like, masturbating on the DVD? No, uh, <laughs> no but it's that, that... It's like the image of, like, somebody else dead. So it's like an anime sloppy second. <laughs> disgusting. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, I will. I, I actually. I, I actually do want to go on record saying that uh, as what the both those things I said, pops and manga, I have in fact bought. At, at, uh, and the reason why you buy things at at anime cons is out of convenience. So. Even though, yes, you might be able to find it in a store, and yes, you may be able to find it on Amazon, it's right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. So even though mm-hmm. we might be saying, you know, don't buy these things, more than likely we've bought them ourselves in the past. Like, I, I there's, I think I bought my Lion-O pop figure at a convention. I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, because it was Lion-O, and he was right there, and I was just like, yes, Lord of the Thundercats, come up with me. I would say cosplay items at an anime convention. Because, again, you can find them in much cheaper places. Yeah, uh, so there's always cosplay items, and then well, they always have wig shops there. And that's the thing. It's it's actually really cool to see the wig shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately for me, I'm not a cosplayer. So I right. see a wig shop at a convention, and I'm just like, mm, 
a table of figurines could have gone there. But <laughs> that's but how I, I feel know, about but, like like steampunk stuff. Like it's awesome to see like the steampunk equipment, the hats, the guns, the goggles and such. But I know I'm never gonna buy any of this sort of thing. But I had again, a friend then who was trying to. There's what? a there's always somebody who comes up behind you and and will buy that. Right. So, you know, so you, that's that's like the wonder of a convention. But you know, you always have that thought in your head of like, mm, this could have gone there instead. Yeah. <laughs> there could have been way more porn here. <laughs> Everybody knows that anime Boston. Actually, not just anime Boston, but like the entire East Coast and even the West Coast is covered by Hendene. Almost every convention will be covered by Hendene. Oh, I wonder if they're working. I wonder if some of them might be working with soft cell pictures when they start up again. Yeah, that's right. That was that was a media news that we forgot to mention, Jonathan. Was it? Hey, media news. Media news update. Uh, Sentai Filmworks uh, bought slash revived Soft Cell Animation, which is a company that distributed and redistributed uh, hentai. I don't. I don't know if. Um... That's strange news or not? <laughs> strange. The fact, the fact that they're reviving it is yeah, very strange. So, but it's uh, it's coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah, so they're, <laughs> so they're releasing hentai on Blu-ray. Like I got that message. It was like okay. What what's the difference? Yeah. Well, and uh, I guess well me- the big difference is there's no mosaics. Well, and the thing is too is uh kitty kitty media is technically still around because they just released a new product not even last year like. Oh well, like early, late last year, I should say, because it's still yeah. It was there was they were trying to play on the whole Pokemon Go craze, and they called it "Gotta Fuck 'Em All." <laughs> what? Ew! <laughs> That's what it was called. I, I I that was not the one that I was thinking of. <laughs> they posted this on Anime News Network. All the imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Releases, and there it was. Listen under Kitty Media. Gotta fuck them all. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, then. Well, thank you, Evan, for that update. I did not know that. Um, but anyway, yeah, Kitty Media got revived, and then Soft Cell Animation is now also being relied by... Section 23 is Sentai, Sentai Filmworks, right? Yep, that's correct. Yeah, so... It's Sentai, it's made in Japan, it's... Um, and one other one, too. One of the... Uh, it's the one that does a lot of, like, the Japanese films. Not Tokyo Shock, because that's also... Uh, that's um, Yeah, that's Media Blasters. That's Media Blasters. It's the other one. Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I forget. Anyway, stuff you wouldn't buy. (laughs) Stuff you wouldn't buy at an anime con. I don't usually buy t-shirts. 
I know a lot of people do. They they usually find a, a t-shirt that is... I think that's something that Victoria would would disagree with you on because I think that's where she buys all of her nerdy fangirl t-shirts. Yeah, and it's totally cool. I just go to a convention and I see all this other cool f- stuff that I can hold. Because, you know, wearing your fandom is actually a pretty big statement. Yep. So it, there's nothing... Again, there's nothing wrong with buying a t-shirt. I just... The reason why I wouldn't buy a t-shirt is because... Actually, you know, I really don't have a good reason why I wouldn't buy a t-shirt other than I don't want to. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I think I think it really comes down to is we should really have a reason to not buy something. Uh, and I guess my main reason was I can find it in a brick and mortar store. And t-shirts aren't always that way. T-shirts are actually pretty unique when you think about it. Because a lot of uh, t-shirt... Uh, sellers are only an online store and they then they only sell physical copies of what they have at conventions right right well you see i would only buy a t-shirt if it was a t-shirt that they don't usually sell in america like for example like if they had like another like shirt that was similar to my Mega Man one from konosuba if they yeah. had something similar to that that's yeah. when i would only buy a t-shirt yeah that that is a really interesting which they don't really have that they don't have those kinds of character t-shirts here in america like not even at conventions. Yeah, so maybe, so that would be like my exception to the rule. If they find if someone manages to do something like that. Yeah. And for me, like my usual go-to is like a like plushies. If I can't find a plushie, then I go with the figurine. There's nothing wrong with plushies at all. Like I, that's something that like none of us have have talked about at all because you I can th- find some plushies in stores. Like but mostly at Newberry Comics is like the only place. There's you can find a very few selections usually. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the ones that you find at anime cons are ex- massive. Exponentially better. Yeah, like they have yeah. there's there's one seller at Anime Boston who is just nothing but plushies and it's just this massive table. Like they're hanging from the ceiling. They're all over the, the front of the table. It's great. Yeah. It's really good stuff. Uh, so, yeah, no, plushies are really cool. Um, I'm sure there are some people out there who are just like, no, don't buy plushies because of this reason, but I don't have a good reason not to buy plushies, and I think it's cool. Especially if, yeah. you, if you're if you a collector and you find a series that you really like. Like, if I bet you if they have Konosuba plushies at Anime Boston, I'll probably be walking away with a plushie this year. Oh, yeah, same here. Like, because I've, I've decided that Konosuba was going to be, like, the thing that I would buy as much stuff of as possible. Yeah. You know what I would totally buy a plushie of in a heartbeat? A cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, one of the, one of the from, flying cabbages. Yeah, from Kenosuba. That's so true. I would absolutely buy one of those in a heartbeat. <laughs> That's, it's kind of like in the same line of like the soot sprites from Studio Ghibli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I have a flying cabbage. <laughs> you, know, you know what I would totally buy is the Mandrake from Flying Witch. Yeah, I would buy that too. <laughs> I would buy that too. Ah! Uh, uh, oh! <laughs> oh! One thing in the same uh, aspect as figures for me would probably be Gundam kits. I've never been a fan of those anyways, but... Yeah, just kits in general, too. Like, I saw, like, some, like, really cool, like, weapon kits. Like, you could build Vash's Stampede's gun and such. I was like, oh, that's neat. But I would rather just have the thing. I don't want to put the work into building it and then screwing up and be like, well, there goes my money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've I've rarely seen anybody who's bought one of those. Put James still has all of his. Yeah, they're all in the, in the box. It's like, look, I own it. But he has so many that he could kit bash the hell out of them. Yeah. Which would be so cool. Kit bashing mm-hmm. is when you take Gundams and modify them to make your own Gundam. Mm-hmm. 
You call that kid bashing. Oh, so kind of like what I used to do with my Bionicles from Lego. Yes. Yeah. Except a lot more advanced because you actually glue them together. True. You know, and, uh, and, and modify the armors and repaint them however you want. And it's really cool. I really, really en- enjoy some, there's some really cool kit bashes out there. Did we do a what we're watching? We didn't do what we're watching. Should we do a what we're watching? Well, is it because of what I posted of my recent review? Yeah. So as people may have seen on my Boston Bachelor Gate site, I did write a review for Akipa's Trip, the animation. I'm liking it so far. I know it has a bit of, I know some of the storylines are kind of it, but overall, I think it's one of the better video game to anime adaptations out there. Yep, you're very. That's very true, and not directed by Uwe Boll. That's a first good that, step. Yep, or Paul W. S. <laughs> Anderson. Yeah, or W. S. Anderson. That is very important um, because he might be ruining Monster Hunter next. Yeah, right. Yep. But I've been getting kind of bored with be like the past couple episodes of Akiba Strip is n- not really that fun. And you know something? I really don't like the professor character. Yeah, I don't either. I think Hakase is yeah. a really boring character. She is a. She, I, that's why I barely even mentioned her in in my review. Is like, yeah, she's not really worth talking about. Yeah, she's a very forgettable character. I I will say though that the episode where the where he builds like the computer and it it, uh, it has the artificial intelligence and such, it kind of I liked the episode because it reminded me a lot of that old film with Short Circuit with Johnny Five is alive. Yep, I didn't like that episode at all. That was the okay. that was the one for me that that was like oh no I, I I was like looking at my watch as as it was playing. Well, I felt like that I felt like that with the uh, episode with the radio waves. Yeah, like, uh, that was a, that was a hard one to swallow. Hey, this too. is a, this isn't interesting, guys. So, but it, I will it was... I will I will say though in regards to like that the the um, that computer episode I mentioned. Mm-hmm. I will say that I feel like they would have done it would have been better if they went a route that was similar to the episode Seuss and the Real Girl from Gravity Falls. And that's what I was thinking. I thought that's it that something like that was going to turn out of it, but that it it didn't. And it was it felt like such an unsatisfying story because you introduce a character and get rid of it in the same episode. It's just like I don't care. <laughs> you just yeah. got poochied. Um, I have to go now. My planet needs me. (laughs) I must go now. Um, He's going home. Moving on from Akiba's trip, uh, I kind of want to update you on that Diary of a Crazy Family. Yeah. I only have four episodes left, so so it's kind of cool because I'm winding down to the end. I have another update one, too. And I finally caught up to the episode that we posted on that one Wicked Anime episode about the best Santa Clauses in anime. Yep. And I actually (laughs) finally watched that Santa Claus episode, which is great. It was just as funny as you know you could imagine it would be mm-hmm. um but the thing that i really noticed after watching it for so long is it probably has one of the best anime openings i have ever seen <laughs> like the song is really good and it's sung by the voice actress who plays uh kyoka mm-hmm. who is the main little cat girl character mm-hmm. it's it's so catchy it reminds me of like that it could be maybe a tubbering song because it has so many change-ups and interesting dub overs with the with the I, you i gotta have you listen to it that sounds like something that oh yeah um, hyadine hyadine a lot of hyadines are are like that he has like those those change-ups i also wanted to mention too is the latest episode of masamune-kun where they actually did the beach episode oh, i haven't seen funny. it yet i, I oh. haven't watched it yet i have not watched so don't talk about it okay well the one thing that i want to talk about is that character that we're 
teetering on the edge of is it a male or is it a female? Yeah. We are really teetering into the uh, trans side of it. Really? Because, yeah. Um, and, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but, uh, or anything like that, but it's like the, I, I don't even know the character's name. <laughs> They're so unimportant to me. And, uh, like, they're like you know they're wearing a t-shirt on the beach and it's like well why are you wearing a t-shirt if you're a guy well it's because i don't want to get sunburned i'm a boy like why would i you know like uh-huh. like say flat out saying no i am a boy you yeah. know is and so i i guess i should backtrack to the first statement that i said when we first started watching the series and saying like this is absolutely a female character mm-hmm. um I don't know anymore. I, I, I think <laughs> I think that um I think now that I'm backtracking on it, and we it, it might actually be. And I also said usually when this trope shows up in anime, it's not a transgender thing. This might be a transgender thing, right? So it's interesting. I'm I'm wondering where it's going to go. Like I, I'm actually I'm actually intrigued by this character to see where where it's going to go in yeah. that aspect because they've never done it before. In anime. Well, because usually the way they do it is like. They pretend they're a boy, but they're actually a girl, and then surprise, they like the main character. Yeah. You know, when they've been They like, usually do it for reasons that it's like, well, I want to be a roommate with this person, or I can't achieve my character setting goals for this reason if I'm not a boy. Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes it's even vice versa. It's a guy dressing up as a girl. Like, I've seen that in, like... Uh, H2O Footprints in the Sand. I've seen it in They Are My Noble Masters. They have... There's a lot of anime that actually does that. And then there's also, of course, the boys that, that, that are dressed up as girls because the girls want to see them dressed up as boys because they look pretty. Yes. Yeah, because that's a fetish. Yes. Yeah, school, school idol QT cool. That's a, that's, a manga, that's a manga gamer game. Don't look it up. <laughs> yeah. So I that, half, half of those people are going to look it up. They're going to they're gonna be like, school idol QT cool. <laughs> And, and it's not cutie, it's Q, like the letter Q, the letter T. You probably shouldn't be giving them more information. School idol, Q, <laughs> T, cool. Okay. Link in nice. the description. <laughs> it's the number one seller on Manga Gamer right now. Just saying. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> what about, have that, how much have you guys been watching on Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid? All of it. All of it. Okay, I love yes. Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. I do too. I love it. I think it's fantastic. How However, um, the recent episode with Kana and her friend playing Twister. Oh, uh, that was so funny. It was funny, it was, it, but like, Lolly is it, like weird. Yeah. It's cringe. <laughs> it's funny, but cringy at yeah. the same time. Yeah, well, because they're like underage characters and you're like watching them. Well, technically, like, Kana's not underage. Right. But, technically, well, she's, she's like 300 years old or yeah, something. Yeah, like a, a thousand year old dragon or something. Like, but still, mm-hmm. like, you're just watching it. You're just like, but then that's. This is wrong. But then that's like. <laughs> this is this is wrong in so many levels. Yeah, because. Oh, it, Chris Hansen, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, right. It's the, same, it's the same aspect of One Room. The one room where you're just yeah. like, you're just yeah. like, I'm going along for this ride and it's making me watch. Like, it's making me watch. <laughs> Which, coincidentally, some more media news. There's a spinoff coming out of One Room called Roommate, where yes. it's now guys talking to the viewer. Yes. I did. Uh, Jonathan told me about that. Yeah. And you gave, came up with the best idea that we should cut the two shows together yes. to make it seem like they're yes. talking we'll, with we'll each other. We'll make a complete show, finally. That would be amazing. Oh. 
Evan, you got to get on that. Yeah. So like, so what? That's cr- the craziest idea ever to make a complete show. I never thought of that. <laughs> now, back to Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that same episode, they also pushed it to the other end, not Loli, but Shoda. And Shoda? Yeah, because remember they have the other dragon who was summoned by that mage kid. Oh, yeah. And now is living in the same house. <laughs> yeah, the mature Shoda mix. And, like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're skirting a lot of really weird lines in the show. They are. I love the But it's Shoda still kind of funny, though. It's still it very is, funny. It's hilarious, but, <laughs> oh, it's, it's they're pushing it in some uncomfortable directions at times. They but are. They purpose. are. Even I will admit that, but it's not changing my love for the show. Oh, I no, mean, me here. Here's the thing, too. The whole thing with uh, Fafner becoming such a nerd playing yeah. the online video games. Let me say, I, I think you might disagree with me on this one. Him doing that has been so much funnier than Gabriel and Gabriel Dropout. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it is uh, because he's such an interesting character because, you know, he hates humans, but he loves video games. And now him and this human are making this connection because they both love video games. Who also might be gay for each other. I don't. Just saying. No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's going in you that You don't direction. think so? No, because uh, the guy likes Kobayashi-san. Or, or he seems to, but th- but not really. Like, they seem to be friends. Well, well, yeah. well, 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 considering how much he's into, like, idols and such, he, you know, he'll, he's straight. I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. well, see, that's true. But my thing, my my reasoning for assuming that is that Kobayashi and Toru are like, or Toru is like a lesbian. She's yeah, she, no, she's she, yeah, yeah, she is. Oh and yeah, they've already made that. So I was wondering if they were just going to do the other way with Fafner, and oh, that yeah. they were going to cover all bases. I, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think that that's the direction that that's going in. Um, Mm-hmm. Though Fafner does seem to like him in a certain way, but right. maybe that's you not are, the same. What's the phrase? There are humans that are good, there are humans that are bad, but they use this like oh, in hit, and out. Yeah, there are hits and there are misses. Hits and there are misses. This one's a you hit. are a hit. Yeah, he goes, you're a hit. And and, it's just, and it, the, I think the whole idea is Fafner is just learning to like humans. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all it is. I don't think there's anything more to yeah. that and, um, until we find out. But I absolutely love Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. It is one of the best yeah. shows ever. I think it's got some of the best animation, the best soundtrack, the best character development. And I love the titles, too. There's like, Second Dragatana, Kana, we're totally spoiling here. Kana goes to school. Not that she needs to. Yeah, it's, uh, it's well, because, it, and that makes uh, it more, that makes it more casual. Like, they know it's an anime, and it's, like, turning everything that's exciting into just casual stuff. Right, like the upcoming episode when we're recording this one, episode seven, and it's called Summer Staples, the fan service episode. Finally. Yeah, it, yep, it is. Yeah, it's very self-aware, and it's it's great. I love it. Yeah, it's the, it has really great character development or great characters in general, and and uh, Kana is just ridiculously adorable. <laughs> like the, them going around and just buying stuff for school, like. That's such an arbitrary task, yeah. but they were just like, wow, they made that adorable. And closing with uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, probably one of my most favorite closings for the entire season. For the season. But I love it. I like, yeah, see. But see, the, the closing is good, but the opening is amazing. You like the oh, opening? Yeah. I love the opening. Choo choo, yeah. Yeah. That's already on my iPhone. Yeah, and Evan, and Evan you sent it to me, so. So I, yeah, I, I, I listened to it and the B side. The B side from that from that single is amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, but on to fan service. 
we had some messages from Facebook. I think everything came from Facebook this time around. Uh, we, we, we've been tweeting with you guys like crazy. And that, I think that's what I really love about Twitter is we can just quickly like say something to you guys and, and send it off. And like, we have this cool little conversation. Mike will throw a meme at us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, and then, um, but on Facebook, we had a lot of responses from you guys. Uh, and one, we had a new fan come out of, of the woodworks and start talking to us, uh, whose name is Trey. Woo. Welcome Hi, Trey. Trey. We welcome you. Uh, one he, of us. One of he says, us. He says, hey guys, my name is Trey and I'm a huge fan of your podcast. I recently watched Elf and Lead upon your recommendation and I would have loved the show if it hadn't been for the weird incest relationship between Koda and his cousin Yuka. Wait, uh, wait, wait, hang on. Which one of us likes Elf and Lead here? I do. Oh, you do? <laughs> I do. And also, why have you never mentioned this relationship on the podcast? You guys ripped apart Sword Art Online to shreds. <laughs> ripped Sword Art Online <laughs> to shreds for the, having this trope. So I, I gave him a response. It was a very long response because uh, I really wanted to cover this because he was right. I, we've never addressed it. And mainly my address for not talking about that relationship on Elf and Lead was because, mostly because I saw Elf and Lead years before Wicked Anime was even a thing. Mm -hmm. And I've seen Elf and Lead so many times that it's just kind of old hat to me. But it's not even that we're ripping that apart. Oh no, I told him that actually pretty much everybody on Wicked Anime likes Sword Art Online. Yeah, but they're... I don't. But th what? But they're like... Oh, that's fine. You don't have to. They're put off by that certain fact, but it's just that they're not... They're, they're not as familiar with the cultural aspects. Right, and uh, and I, I did go to explain... He probably already knows it, um, mm -hmm. which is fine, uh, but I, I felt like I should explain it anyway that in Japan... First cousins getting into a relationship is actually a normal thing. Yep, and it's not illegal. And and, to marry it's, first and it's not practiced normally. But the reason why you see it in anime so often is because people don't care. Like first cousins can get married in Japan, and they just don't care. Yeah. It's so just having having things like Sword Art Online, where it was strange for us because it's a taboo, but it's not a taboo in Japan. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. you can add somebody else to the harem. But uh. Uh, but that but being yeah, said, so, brother sister relationships, no, never <laughs> okay. That. But um, no. but but he brought up a good point yep. by by saying like I I recommend Elf and Lead like nobody's business because it's my favorite anime ever. Oh yeah, that's right. There's a weird incest relationship in it. I totally forgot. Yeah. But I was like, uh, you know, but you see this in you know Elf and Lead, Sword Art Online, Summer Wars has a weird relationship like that. Naruto even has a relationship like that, and. You know, uh... Tenchi just... Muyo kind of has a weird relationship like that. Does it? Yeah. Aika, Aika is supposed to, like, marry That's her. right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. And I actually thought about Tenchi as well. And, uh, and yeah, you're right. Tenchi does have that relationship. Uh, cool. So, so yeah, you see it everywhere, uh, from... Spanning from shows from the 80s all the way up to what we have today. So maybe yeah, even, if, I th even Momo Curry actually had it too with like two of like the friend characters. So maybe if that's the case, then maybe it's just that we bust on Sword Art Online for it because it's not as well written as everything else. Like Sword Art Online is really in your face about it. Like, well, also it's like it's easy. Sword Art Online is just a punching bag because people make fun of it online. So we make fun of it. We put we poke fun at shows all the time, regardless of whether we like it or not. Yeah, we just poke fun yeah. at shows, and, and that's a great thing. I and and I and I don't I don't mind. It's we do it for comedy. It's funny. Um, 
But Mantray, like, thank you so much for reaching out to us. And like, bringing that up, that's a very interesting yeah, point that we've never see, even thought see, of. See, that's the thing, too, is uh, he brought up a specific point, talking point, that he wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so we so we got to talk about it. Yeah, uh, welcome to the Wicked Fans. Welcome to the Wicked Fans. Yes. And, uh, you know, Keep on writing the game. Keep giving us yeah, we, suggestions. Your yeah. gold-plated jacket will be in the mail within the next hundred years. Uh, <laughs> Tempsu sent us a message. And uh, the message that Tempsu sent us was the uh, four, Team, Team Four Star, star. Uh, Team Four Star animation between Cell and Kenshiro, and I still haven't watched it yet. You haven't? What? No, I'm so dumb. I'm sorry. Are you made of man meat, <laughs> man meat or, or bug meat? meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't watched you it yet. You are already and, uh, dead. <laughs> are you going to eat that? <laughs> See. See, and the thing is, too, is I've been playing uh, tons of Xenoverse 2. Yeah. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2 is amazing, guys. It's it was it's so fun. It's such an upgrade from the first one. I've just been having a blast. And and Lord Slug is in the game as a character to fight, so all I, was like, all I can think of is, your brother, Lord, Lord Slug. Slug. Like, it's just, oh, it, it, Dragon Ball, or Team Four Star has ruined me on Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. Because, go, yeah, go, Lord Slug. Go, Team Slug. Well, yeah. Oh, it feels like I feel like a strapping young man beating his meat for the very first time. What did you say? What? 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 Yeah, what? so, you know, it's quotable to, quotable to no end, and it's ruining Dragon Ball for me. So thanks to you, <laughs> and thank you, Tempsu, for sending us that video, because you were actually the first one to send it to us, even though we were bombarded again. Like, everybody was, like, sending it to us, like, you have to watch this. If we happen to miss something, guys, guys, just so you know, it it uh, I I do want to bring this up. Uh, it's a two week span between from one episode to another, so we forget. Yeah, so we forget. <laughs> if we ever forget to read a fan service or something that you want us to read on the show, send it to us again and just say, "Hey, you guys missed us on the last episode." We don't mind. Call us names. <laughs> uh, go right ahead and do that because uh, we love hearing from you guys and we want to make sure that everything that you guys send us and want us to read on the show gets read on the show. Uh, so I just want to throw that out there. Hey, we um, have something very important. We have a new five-star rating on iTunes, which is awesome because you have heard our cries and pleas for popularity, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is which is not true. Uh, what we're actually doing with the iTunes review is the more you guys rate us and the higher you guys rate Nerdy Show, Wicked Anime, and all the other individual shows on uh, iTunes, the more prominent we, we will become and the more easy we will be found in order to listen to us. Yeah, when people Say with the Boston Bash Brigade one, too. Yep, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and Electric Sisterhood, you know, all, we can't forget about her as well. <laughs> all of the Land of Esh. You're going you're to get to that in just a moment. Hang on. Uh, <laughs> but there are a bunch of different ways to support the Nerdy Show Network. The freest one is by rating or reviewing on, on iTunes, but also we have a Patreon, Nerdy Show, or patreon.com slash nerdy show uh and then there's also one-time donations if you go to nerdyshow.com slash support nerdyshow.com slash support has all of the things that you can do and if you even give us a dollar you'll get hours of content that nobody else gets to see unless you pay uh so there's a whole bunch of parts to go along with it i promise you it will take us so much farther if you help support the network because uh we do it for you guys and without you we are nothing it's true. That's a, that's actually what I told Trey as well at the end. I was like, 
he was like, oh, man, thank you. Like, you guys are awesome. I was like, no, thank you, man. Like, the reason why you guys are around is because you guys help us. Like, it's, you guys are great. We mean every word of it. Well, because if we don't have our fans, then we don't have a show. Right. So so you guys are awesome. We have nothing. And we, nothing. Love, and we love hearing from you. Yeah, actually, we have nothing to begin with anyways, and that's why we're releasing free stuff. And in the, in the end, you die. <laughs> It's time for some shameless plugs. <laughs> All right, guys. So if you want to join in on the conversation, tell us what you do not buy and why at conventions. You can email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail.com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail.com. You can also find us at facebook.com, where we, where we read all of the fan service today. Facebook.com slash wickedanime. We post news, articles, updates, whatever we're doing as far as events goes, videos uh, in production, whatever. Uh, we love doing that. Uh, Facebook is the pretty much the social media that you'll find us on all the time. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest one we access except for our email that go, comes directly to us. You can also find us at nerdyshow.com slash wickedanime where we have this podcast that you could be listening to on iTunes and SoundCloud, which our SoundCloud is getting pretty up there yeah. as far as all of our followers. Did I, you know we're actually the most popular podcast on soundcloud in the entire nerdy show network that is impressive isn't it it's quite impressive i'm proud <laughs> yeah i know it's, it's great it's amazing uh but of course you can listen to the podcast at nerdyshow.com as well and there, we, uh, we do have our videos posted at nerdyshow.com as well but that for our videos you want to go to itunes uh, itunes.com uh youtube.com slash wicked anime reviews where you can subscribe to our videos every once in a while we pop a new one up uh, especially now that it's con month, we're going to have convention videos coming up in the next year. year. <laughs> uh, so, so keep an eye out for those. Uh, and of course, finally, all of the social medias, you can tweet us at yo wicked anime where we love tweeting with you guys. It's so much fun. Uh, you can throw us a line at wickedanime.tumblr.com which recently also happened. Somebody sent us some cool Monster Hunter cosplay. Shout out to Garrier on uh, Twi- on Tumblr. Yeah. Got some cool... That was a really good Monster Hunter cosplay too. Yeah. It was so beautiful. I was, I was really impressed. I um, was impressed that they were fully clothed on Tumblr. Yeah. Yeah, That's right? Yeah. Tumblr <laughs> game. Not one yet. By Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course, you can find us at uh, twitch.tv. Mm-hmm. Where we're uh, Wicked Anna Play, where every once in a while we turn on a gaming system and uh, stream it. And of course, guys, uh, the of course the biggest upcoming event is Anime Boston. Yep. If you guys are in the Boston area or you guys attend Anime Boston and want to come see us, we have panels. Yep. Uh, this year, we're hoping to bring back the hardcore anime panel. We've already done something super special for it. Yep. It's done. Uh, my wife who's not weird is now a longer panel. We've submitted for an hour and a half panel for my wife who's not weird. Uh, and, uh, we're doing all the convention and press stuff. So if you guys want to meet up with us, we are there. Anime Boston is at the Heinz Convention Center in Boston from March 31st to April 2nd. Um, and we, we do already have a, a fan who has contacted us and says, Hey guys. I'm traveling to Anime Boston. I'm going to be there. So we get to hang out with them. We're going to give all the high fives. Yes. Uh, granted, we're going to be very busy, so... It'll be a fast high five. Yeah, so you'll have to enjoy your convention. But hey, we are going out to dinner. That is a thing. And then we're going to probably do some other cool stuff with this fan. I don't know if they want us to mention them or not. We are not a cheap date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you... if you, <laughs> We, if we you, expect a kiss on the cheek afterwards. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, for the recent news, reviews, podcast episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, you can find us at www.b3crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our No Borders, No Race podcast show, the J-Pop and Alternative Hotspot, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Twitter at king underscore baby underscore duck, on the J-Pop, anime, and video games amino pages at kingbabyduckesh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash omnistryinc, that's O-M-N-I-S-T-R-Y-I-N-C, and on b3crew.tumblr.com. Like us on facebook.com slash bostonbashbrigade and on facebook.com slash landafesh. And also, don't forget about all the other shows under the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Phil's Recap and Review, Smashed Rook, and Nerd Crave. Now, they're saying that... You, that Anime Boston is going to be their first con for con month, or their only con. But I will be at the Penny Arcade Expo, PAX East, from March 10th to the 12th at the Boston Convention and Exhibition Center. If you see a guy wearing a black hat and a Japanese number one headband with a No Borders No Race t-shirt, that's Run me. away! <laughs> Out of sight. <laughs> she nah. Weebs. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on this episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. We will see you for con month number two next episode. Yay. Where we don't Yay. know what we'll be discussing yet. It's still con month! Woo! Oh, dude, oh my gosh. Anime Boston is so close and we have, we're we just not even prepared yet. No, we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do. Let's go do that work. Okay, bye! bye! <laughs>everybody we have a interesting segment that we want to do in this perfect disaster of a day uh <laughs> we have the fangirl victoria with us because she Sorry. is missing out on con month i know this month. <laughs> I have two jobs and one of them gives me like 50 hours a week and the other one i do one day at and if i do one day i get free movie tickets so i suck it up oh yeah <laughs> But that uh, she also has wedding stuff to do. I do. I have to save up a lot of money and pick out a venue. And I've already picked the cake because I work at a bakery, so that's super easy. But so now, geez, you, all the ladies in our universe are getting ready for marriage. <laughs> yeah, jeez. You delicious. Like, it's yeah. crazy. That that also comes with some other sacrifices, Victoria, for this year. So, everyone's heard me before talk about cosplay plans. Well, you're Cos a cosplay lady. I know! But cosplay is expensive. Uh-huh. So, I decided this year I'm not going to do it. That is Maybe crazy. Because, well, again, I have to save up money. I, I, I'm i trying to be an adult, and adulting is really hard. Mm -hmm. um, I've got rent to pay, and I've got things to take care of. and, and Oh, my God. 
Because you also got shit to buy at Anime Boston. <laughs> I, that's true. That's true. That means I will have extra shit that I can buy at Anime Boston. And so it's it's just like I gotta I gotta set the priorities. And I think this year is just gonna be me being well. Okay, I have plenty of nerdy T-shirts that I can just wear and be myself and just <laughs> cosplay a fangirl. And that's perfectly fine. I have a shirt that legitimately says fangirl. So <laughs> yep. I can be myself without a problem. But so um, then our topic today that we have previously discussed, side note, we haven't discussed that yet. Just <laughs> recording, but in the magic of editing, we already have discussed it. Um, Victoria, yes. our topic today was about what not to buy at cons. What is like the most inconvenient <laughs> thing that you could buy at a con that you're like, what am I going to do with this when I bring it home? What, what would that be for you? Your brother's going to hate me. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. I think that the thing that I find slightly inconvenient now, I will explain why in a second, but the thing I find slightly inconvenient of buying is figures. Mm-hmm. Because... Honestly, my apartment has a pop figure problem. Like, <laughs> a problem. I will send a picture to Jonathan and you can just show them later. We have to buy more shelves for more figures because we have so much shit in this apartment. I love them. I think they're beautiful to look at. But you just kind of look at them. Unless you're creepy and do other things to them. I don't want to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at them. So, yeah. like... I kind of feel like they're kind of useless. Like, I think they're really, really pretty. Like, I have a couple. I do. But I know if I buy more at the cons, they're just going to sit on a shelf. And I'm not going to You see, them. you got to go tiny. You got to go with the Nendoroids. They're better looking than the pop vinyl figures. There's much more detail of them. But they're tinier. Mm-hmm. See, the problem is tiny things are not good in my apartment. Because I also have a cat who's an <laughs> asshole and will eat them. Yep. He, he made oh. I think he ate a Halo guy. I'm not sure. What's well, Halo? Halo sucks. <laughs> oh, don't let James hear that. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he ate not Master Chief, but one of the other ones. Master Bait. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because <laughs> like, like I know, I know deep down that I probably shouldn't buy more wall scrolls because I have a pile in the corner that just I'm gonna put this one up later, and I'll put this one up later. I have, I'm looking around. I have three on my wall that. Listen, you can, like, mix them up. You can, like, change them out once in a while. It's like hanging out paintings. I've got paintings in my attic that haven't been hung up in years, but I know they're going to be hung up sometime when we switch them out with the ones that are currently being hung up. See, that's the plan. Like, that's totally the plan. They don't move. Yeah. <laughs> you don't switch them. I, I have my Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood one that I love, and then I have another Brotherhood one that I love because it's, like, it's Olivier threatening Ed. It's awesome looking, which I got last in my Boston. Um, You're going to have to choose, like, which one stays up, which one goes down. It's like, you don't have to have all of this same show. I know. That that was always the plan. And then I just haven't had time to, like, put up the one. There's a spot. There's a little, this big, empty white spot on my wall that I want. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you. How close are you to your scrolls right now? Um, They're under my bed, and they're, like, by my feet. Why? And the reason why I ask is, why don't you change one right now as we're recording? <laughs> <laughs> but I, have, I have Edward all over my wall. <laughs> Listen, one less Edward isn't going to take no. away all the other Edwards. <laughs> it's the feng shui, Evan. You can't mess with the feng shui of the wall scrolls. 
Look, Ed and Al messed up with the feng shui of alchemy when they tried to bring their mother back, and look how messed up that turned out to be. I totally just realized, I was like, well, some of my wall scrolls I have people sign, and I realized that I did meet Greg Ayers last year. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, I... Stop changing the subject, Victoria. No! No, I have two that I have. T- I have two that I'm working on getting people to sign, and once they're all fully signed, I will hang them up. One is uh, Oron, and I've got like half the cast on there, and the other one is Fairy Tale, which only has one on there. So I got to work on it. But I I know that I know I'm still gonna come home with a new Wall Scroll. It's not even a question. It's gonna happen. Well, but I let me ask: Is is there? Are there any current guests that have been announced that you are gunning for in regards to the autographs? I wasn't until literally this second because I was just thinking, you know what? I could get Brina to sign Chopper on my One Piece wall scroll. You could. I was like, no, I'm good. There's no one. Yep, nope, that's going to happen now. Because that one has a spot on the wall, and it's got the whole crew, and they're looking up, and it's really, really cute. And I, I, yep, I now have a new mission. Okay. You know, we were actually uh, wondering, when when Anime Boston was making their first couple of announcements, uh, they, they've been doing this cool thing this year where they've been posting pictures on Facebook saying, oh, who's going to be? And they post mm-hmm. a picture of an anime character. And, well, one of them was Jotaro Kujo from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And as anybody uh. who is following the dub knows that Jotaro Kujo is played by Matt Mercer. And so, yeah, so we thought, we thought that we were going to be getting a an Eiffel of Matt Mercer at Anime Boston this year, but it turned out that it was just the director of the series. Yeah, I, w- I was, oh. you see, I, I know how you feel, Victoria. I was hoping that the anime convention gods was going to bless Anime Boston with the presence of Daisuke Ono. Mm-hmm. Yep, that would have been cool, too. I'm telling you right now, if any of the Critical Role cast is there, you will see me with my book every day I can possibly get in line to get them to sign it. I don't care how long I have to wait. Right. I waited forever for Percy, and I got it. So, like, I will I will do it. I will wait forever with my D&D book, because that's just... That's all I really want right now. Like, it's just them. And I actually... So recently, I watched this anime that is very, very strange. I was just going through my Funimation account, like, okay, what's up? And this one is, like, it's Brothers Conflict. It's the weirdest shit I've watched, but it was too funny. I couldn't help it. Because it's literally all of my Funimation loves in one show. And I was like, what's happening? But it's all the brothers going after their stepsister. They're all in love with their stepsister, and it's really awkward. Yeah, that sounds like a Japanese show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, like, one of the brothers is a monk, and he's super pervy, and I'm like, okay, this is, like, it's perfect. Like, what is this? So it's great. Oh, so it's Ray's grandpa from <laughs> Sailor Moon. Yep. So good. But, like, I mar- I literally marathoned it in a day. It was only 13 episodes. It took me half a day. But um, <laughs> Matt is one of the voices. He's one of the brothers. And at first, I'm like, wait a minute. No, wait. And then as soon as I f- realized it, I couldn't stop seeing Matthew Mercer. So I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, what are you doing, Matt? Stop. Like, but I, I act like, I feel like... Hello, sister. It's <laughs> high noon. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one who was, like, really pissed off because apparently he was, like, in love with her when they were in school together and then their parents got married and he's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you but- see, I can understand that anger. <laughs> But it was, it's so good. I, I'm really addicted to it. But, like, 
every like everyone's in it. I think if anybody who isn't, it was Travis. But like the rest of my Funimation love, Vic Mignogna was an asshole, and I was like, I still love him. Like, really? Oh, that's yeah. so funny. He was an asshole pop star who like thinks he can get whatever he wants. And including his stepsister. And it was just really weird. <laughs> but it's so fun to watch it. And all I kept thinking is I really want to meet these people. They really need to come to Anime Boston. I keep watching the list and I'm like, I don't really care about these people as much. <laughs> Though Brina I've met before and she was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Brina I still will say is like one of the best people I've ever chatted with. Her and Tatum. The, uh, the I'd like to call him the voice acting husband though, wife o He was in it. Yep. He's in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this year I'm I'm definitely looking forward to um our, our target is definitely Michelle Ruff cuz I've I don't think she's ever has she ever been to Anime Boston before? I don't think so. Yeah, uh and some of them are newbies. There are a ton of yeah. new people that that have a never been to Anime Boston before, but B we've never really heard their names before either. Yeah, I haven't. I yeah. didn't know. Why is there so many Sonic the Hedgehog people? Like, what? <laughs> Gotta you know, go fast! <laughs> I'm looking at them and. I mean, we even have. Um... Amy. Yeah, I know I know that if I am in line to meet anybody, Jeff might. If my roommate Jeff is obsessed with One Piece, or not One Piece, sorry. His, his girlfriend likes One Piece. He's into Bleach. And so I think I might have to, if he doesn't go, I might have to get in line for him to get some voice actor signs. Signatures. And plus meeting a Power Ranger would be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know. I think it's... I, I'm pretty sure... Isn't Johnny Young Bosch one of them? He's in... I yeah, don't know he, who Bleach. I'm sorry. I know I... Yes, he's Ichigo. He's Ichigo. Yeah, he's, he's the, the main, main character. Dude. That's, yeah. what I, that's what I thought. I just didn't want to say the wrong thing and sound really dumb. But, <laughs> <laughs> so if I don't have that many that I'll get... That I want to personally get in line for, I don't mind getting in line for other people. Because meeting them is my thing. That's just what I end up doing. Yeah. Well, Victoria, thank you very much for contributing to our con month. I feel so bad that I'm going to be missing con month. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's okay. I'm glad that you were able to do this, uh, at least this for us, Mm because you have given us all the info that we will ever need about what's going on with Victoria (laughs) for the fangirl for her con month plans. Don't dip into the wedding savings. <laughs> Either of you hear me say that, yell at me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's just it's just like 50 bucks. Just 50 yeah, bucks just, from the I wedding fund. this extra thing. There is a plush that I am on the hunt for, even though I really don't need any plushies. Because I've realized that they just sit in the corner. So I try my best not to buy them. <laughs> but ever since like two years ago, they had a laboon from One Piece, the big whale, who's super adorable and has all these scars on his forehead because he kept ramming into a wall because he couldn't get there. And it's so cute. And I feel so bad. And he has the Lucy drew on the symbol on his head and it's a plushie. I saw it once and I've never seen it again. <laughs> I'm fucking determined to find that. <laughs> <laughs> so if I find it, I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to buy it. All right. We that will not hold you back. Anime Boston goals right there. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, thank you so much for joining us. And I am so happy that we'll at least we'll at least get to see you at Anime Boston. Uh, uh, yes. I miss everybody. <laughs> but for now, we'll sign off the only way we know how. K-bye! K-bye! 
Thanks for listening to the Wicked Anime Podcast, presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review on iTunes, or like and follow us on SoundCloud. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network. And there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com backslash nerdy show. To find out how you or your company can underwrite this and other nerdy show programming, visit nerdyshow.com backslash sponsorships. You can subscribe to the Wicked Anime Podcast via iTunes and SoundCloud. Leave a comment, like, and share, and follow Nerdy Show and Wicked Anime on all your favorite social networks. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.